Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And Mike, I do have, um, Matt, I do have an echo on my ear if you can fix that. Um, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, hopefully Matt can fix that echo that's hitting my ear. It's a little hard to talk and hear yourself. There you go, Matt. Thank you so much. Um, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we are streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page. And uh, if you want to follow us there, you can. If you want to add comments and questions, We'll do our best to try to answer them while you're on the stream as well. Um, so feel free to get uh, over there if you'd like. And uh, as we're usual and customary, we have some news for us this morning, huh, Bob? Yes, we do. What do you got? Okay. Tesla was the target of failed of a failed cyber attack, yeah. Elon Musk confirms. Yep. Following the reports of a failed attempt to introduce malware into the company's Nevada Gigafactory, Tesla's CEO took to Twitter to confirm the incident. Mm -hmm. Tesla's Gigafactory plant in Nevada was the target of an attempted cyber attack. Uh, CEO Elon Musk confirmed on Thursday that the confirmation follows the reports of the thwarted attempt. Although the company had not spoken publicly about the situation, Musk tweeted that it was a serious attack. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Department of Justice earlier this week announced the arrest of a Russian national and described a plot to introduce malware into the Nevada company's computer network. Yep. The Department of, Just of Justice did not mention Tesla by name in the announcement as part of the plan. The Russian individual allegedly worked to recruit an employee at Tesla's Gigafactory to introduce the malware. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, their goal was to steal data and hold the information for ransom, according to the Department of Justice. The right. targeted employee was to receive a bribe of $1 million to carry out the attack, the complaint alleged. The Tesla employee instead notified the FBI and worked with the agency to thwart the, left le the theft leading to the arrest. The suspect attempted to flee the U.S. after the FBI initially made contact. The Department of <laughs> they knocked on his door and said, hey, were well, you involved in something? <laughs> the uh, Department maybe. of Justice charged the suspect <laughs> with one count of conspiracy, conspiracy to intentionally cause damage to a protected computer. Yep. 
Musk said the employee's actions are much appreciated in the same tweet. Tesla did not immediately respond to the roadshow's request for comment. Very this good. is a uh, CNET uh, slash roadshow article, and we'll post a link to it. Yes, we will. So uh, the moral of the story is, even with all the great security you have on your on your systems, your internal people are often the biggest and weakest link. Right. In this case, this person uh, stepped up and did the right thing. Um, which is great. Well, he wasn't willing to sell his integrity for a million dollars, which right. is really great. It is really great. It's good to hear. In other news, this is kind of interesting. Apple and Facebook are going back and forth, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So Apple right now is rejecting a Facebook app that tells users that Apple takes a 30% cut of the in-app purchases that occur. So in this case, this app was going to go toward, you know, people can raise some money for a nonprofit or for um, whatever it might be as far as how this app was going to work. And the, the, the Facebook folks put a big warning. Now, you know our, our, our social media companies are putting warnings about everything. So, of course, it made sense for Facebook to put a warning to tell everybody, hey, by the way, Apple takes 30% of this purchase. Just so you know, that's public knowledge. But, of course, Apple said, well, then we're not going to have it on our on our iStore. You can't post your your app there. So they said, sorry, no app for you, um, and uh, rejected it. Now, back and forth here with, with Facebook and Apple, I don't have the article in front of me, but I read it recently. The latest iPhone out there is now offering more privacy. So when you're surfing on Facebook, you're anonymized, which really greatly harms Mr. Zuckerberg because he doesn't know about you and what you're doing. He just knows your iPhone on the system surfing Facebook. He doesn't know all the other information he was scraping from your phone. I'm hoping Android does the same thing to Mr. Zuckerberg, but all the folks who are marketing on Facebook um, are a little upset that um, Apple is offering its people, its users more security and privacy. And that has been one of the key functions of Apple um, as far as what it offers. It tries to offer more security. Uh, to its users, and uh, that's really been its hallmark for a long time. And in this case, Facebook doesn't appreciate it. So back and forth with Apple and Facebook. Uh, but anything you buy on app on, fa on sorry on Apple Store within the within the in-app purchases, Apple gets a thirty percent big. So we got the battle of the billionaires going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really do. Uh, in other news, you want to bring anything else up? Yeah, um, as uh, Tesla Battery Day approaches. Elon Musk hints at major capacity increases. Musk thinks Tesla could build batteries with 50% more energy density in as few as three years. Something stirring over at Tesla. The, company has, the company's highly anticipated battery day is just on the horizon. And ahead of the event, CEO Elon Musk shared some insight into energy density via Twitter. Replying to a Twitter thread uh, surrounding the possibility of an electric airplane, mm -hmm. Musk said batteries with 400 watts per kilogram are highly likely in the next three to four years. And not just one-offs either, but mass-produced batteries with long life cycles too. Good. This type of energy density could provide 50% more energy density compared with today's batteries, noting that today's batteries used in the Tesla Model 3 featured an entity, uh, energy density of 260 watts per kilogram. Mm -hmm. 
the more energy packed into the battery, the longer the driving range for a vehicle. And the article goes on, the life of the battery is going to be extended as well. But this is three years out. So if you've got a current right. Tesla, that's probably not going to change your, your – unless you pay for the upgrade, right? Because you, you, they throttle your system right now. <laughs> well, that's what they're doing now. But hopefully the, that model will change when they get these big, uh, you know, higher capacity, lighter weight, longer lasting batteries. Right. And I have another story that was kind of interesting that um, Tesla is also trying to thwart people who are using Boost 50. And basically it's a, a way for Tesla owners to hack their car because, you know, hey, Elon's got to make a buck. And so your car might have a larger capacity uh, right now uh, to get further with your battery, but they actually throttle it. And you have to drop a couple extra grand um, to get more capacity, or even get the upgrade for the acceleration. Uh, you know the ludicrous speed acceleration they offer you. It's all a software hack. And so now there's these third parties coming out that are offering these hacks to your Tesla, and Tesla's trying to fight back, saying, "Look, hey, you know we can't necessarily warranty what's going on with your car if you apply these hacks to it." So. We'll see what goes on. If, if you're going to, if you can afford an eighty thousand dollar vehicle, I know we helped subsidize it. Taxpayers co covered a little bit for you, but if you can afford a eighty thousand dollar vehicle, you can afford to pay for the little two thousand dollar upgrade that Mister Mister Elon is asking for. Um, although I think he should have given it to you in the first place. <laughs> I mean, offering it as crippleware seems kind of a silly way to market your your product. I found this kind of interesting out there in the uh, era of masks. Here's one that actually might help you. Um, LG unveils battery-powered air-purifying face mask. The battery life will range from eight hours uh, on the low setting to two hours uh, on the high setting. Um, basically, on, on Thursday, they announced an air-purifying face mask, which the company plans to show off at next week's IFA trade show in Berlin. In Berlin, sorry, not Berlin, not Berlin, Connecticut. Uh, the face mask will fit like many others with loops and the hook behind the ears, but LG said it will include two high-quality HEPA filters that can remove at least 99.97% of partic particulates in the air, down to 0.3 microns. Now, I don't know that the coronavirus is, is uh, I think it's smaller than 0.3 microns, but I don't know. Um, but hey, you know, it's something. At least you get fresh air if you're behind a, a Mack truck or something like that. Well, theoretically, though, it's the, those uh, viruses are in, uh, enclosed in uh, water droplets, water Correct. vapor, which would be a little larger. They would be a little larger, yep. So we'll put a link out here for you to check out the, uh, the uh, battery-powered face mask. It's going to have dual fans along with the filters. So I don't know what it's going to sound like. I mean, just imagine what your face is going to sound like buzzing along with your face mask. As it is, it's hard to understand each other with these face masks on. Now you add a battery-powered LG face mask, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. But your air will be nice and clean. Um, we'll put the link up there for you as well. Uh, Michael put that uh, live as well for you over at computertalkwithtab.com. I also wanted to bring up, we talked about it a little bit last week, the uh, big-ass fan company. If you read the article we posted, it talked about the dangers of using UV light in a wand because, of course, you could hit your own skin. But the big-ass fan company, I think, has a tremendous opportunity. And I'm going to put the actual link to their company um, on our page where they actually take the UV light and, and position it pointing up so it wouldn't in, impact any of us. Um, but it will kill anything in the air. 
And it seems like a great way, uh, and they actually talk about how they're going to kill the coronavirus and any other viruses that are in the air while you just use their fan. And it seems really smart to me. And, of course, if you're a restaurant or you're a big venue looking to get people back inside, um, you know, this might be a great way to do it. Just say, hey, I got a big-ass fan. Yeah, they could put all <laughs> all sorts of those fans uh, in the schools and, yeah. and, you know, hallways and what have you. And uh you know, large buildings. Yeah, so I'm going to put a link uh, as well to that. So take a look take a look at that when you get a chance. So it's a rainy Saturday here. Feel free to get online. We're also over uh, at WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to post your comments and shares, please, so Zuckerberg deems our show worthy. Uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Bob and I will be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tad. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He is one of the MCSCs at Tad. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Wide open lines right now. For wherever you're calling from, 800-966-WTIC is toll free. And uh, so for wherever you're calling from, feel free to get online, and we'll be happy to pick up the uh, toll call. While we're waiting for your calls, um, I did want to bring up this news article here, Adobe. So we've talked about Lightroom many times on the digital camera shows, and I know Carmen Filaramo had recommended Lightroom a lot, and I was very positive on the software. Um, however, if you happen to be running Lightroom on your Apple device, um, unfortunately... Any of the iOS devices like your, uh, you know, your iPad, your iPhone, or what have you, it turns out that uh, the new update deleted all your photos and settings. So Lightroom updated. If you didn't back up your photos, if you didn't back up your settings, and these are even presets that you purchased, I guess, you're out of luck. They're all gone. And uh, I'll put a link up here for you. But this is the the reason you need to really protect your data. You need to back it up. You never know. You have no idea how you're going to lose it. The one thing we can guarantee is you probably are going to lose it someday if you don't back it up. So uh, whether it be a software update, whether it be ransomware, whether it be a hardware failure, whether it be a, you know, a six-year-old just playing on your computer, uh, your data is going to go. And if you don't have it backed up in some way, shape, or form, um, you, know, you might lose something that's precious to you, especially photos. So in this case, pictures and presets are gone for good. Um, if you happen to be running the latest version of Lightroom Update on your uh, Apple device. So sorry about that. Um, that's what happens out there, so make sure you get a backup going. Go ahead and refresh, Bob, to see what we got on the call screen. There we go. So let's go to uh, calls, and we're going to go to Joe in Berlin first. What's going on, Joe? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm running Firefox. Sure. And uh, when I... Uh, and what I want to do is use Outlook when I click on a link to, uh, you know, email somebody. Yeah. And what it does, it just keeps opening, as far as I know, an infinite number of Outlook uh, settings. It just keeps opening, 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 opening. And the only way I can stop this is to power the, power the machine down. Wow. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then reboot. Um that is not good. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what version of uh, Outlook are you running? Uh, well, uh, 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 365. 
Oh, okay. So, uh, and I do all my updates. Uh, yeah. So, uh, hope, hopefully, it's the it's the latest version. And I also the same thing with uh, Firefox. I update Firefox too. And um, so it's opening automatically over and over and over again when you click on an email link. Correct. Correct. Right. Or or even or even if I click on. Uh, if I go to a file and and say um, uh, you know uh, e- email link mm-hmm. and and it asks me which email link I want to use, if I click on Outlook uh, execute, it just just goes bananas. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. You find one out there? Well, Bob actually might have an answer. Well, I look. I, I couldn't figure out how to find anything online. So. Well, we're trying to, and there's a lot of a lot of issues with 365. So unfortunately, there's a lot that comes uh, up. Yeah, I uh, don't have an answer specifically at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, two combinations that that uh, I know of, which I I have found, but it doesn't address this specific issue. Is one is to make sure that uh, Firefox is your default browser, and then the it other is. one is, is. to okay. make sure that. Uh, your Outlook is set as the default email uh, uh, handler, and, and, and they both those, are. Yep. Yeah, okay. those two things. Then there's there's more to it, and I'm working on finding that answer as we yeah, speak. Yeah, but there's a lot yeah. of 365 problems, so we're wading through a mountain oh, of issues. Okay, okay. Um, now also um, somehow in the in the background, uh, Windows is also loading the. Um, uh, their default um, browser. I, I forgot what it's called. But Wait a minute. Wait, so I... Edge is trying to load too? Edge, yes. Ed, Edge is, is loaded also. But, but, it's, uh, but it's trying to no, execute? No, no, oh. no, no. It, it's not. But it, it is, uh, you know, in, in the background here. Correct, but it's not trying to execute because you just you just confirm Correct. with Bob that it's you know you're not using it as your primary. Have you tried Correct. using a different browser to see if 365 works better? Have you brought up Chrome instead of Firefox no, to see if the problem no, moves? No, I have. I am I'm I'm very paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I I have not. Uh, every, you know everything the way I have it set up, it, it, everything you know runs good. I'm very happy except for this one one issue, yeah. and, and unfortunately some. Um, you know, sometimes you, you go to a link and they won't, they don't tell you what the email address is. It just says click here and it tries to open the default, uh, you know, email link and uh, then everything goes crazy and I can't. Uh, okay, like I, I have uh, something that may or may not help you. So I can, we can post this. It says to okay. change the program and to set it in uh, Firefox and it explains how to do that. So it says you got to set your mail client. I, I've done that, yeah. Within Firefox? Uh, within Firefox, yeah. It says mail to, and right now I have it set for always ask. And always ask. I, so yeah, we want you to I specify set, it. If I set to Microsoft Outlook, then I, I can't even, if I set to Microsoft Outlook, then the whole system crashes. Whoa. Oh, well, that's a whole different issue. Yeah. So I'm gonna t- uh, when you talk about being paranoid, we're gonna coming up against a hard break here. I don't hear I don't hear, I don't hear the outro mu- music yet. But what do you mean by uh, paranoid? Well, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm, the way I have it right now, uh, you know, uh, uh, no viruses, no, uh, you know, I don't want to go any place where 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 I might have uh, might have issues. Okay, um, okay, so I hear you, but I think uh, we may want to try Google Chrome to see if it works better okay. with your 365 yeah. configuration. 
you guys scared me with, with Google because <laughs> I do have a couple couple Google uh, email accounts, and they want to know everything about me. And uh, they already know it about you. They already know. I, it. I know, but but I, I just I just I had a heck with it, you know. Guys. All right, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and try the things that Bob brought up. Set your mail client there within Firefox. If it still causes an issue, I think you're going to have to go to uh, go over to Google Chrome. And we got to step out for a heartbreak right. here, okay? I'll, Thanks I'll, for calling. I'll try Chrome. I'll let you guys know. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have one line open for you, and we are live over at WTIC's Facebook page, uh, Facebook Live Broadcast. Um, if you want to make a comment, a uh, question, or a concern, we'll try to bring it up during the show. Uh, I do have my glasses on now so I can see the information, <laughs> which is nice. Um, and I will do our best for you. So let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to... Uh, uh, Thurston in Farmington next. What's going on, Thurston? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I, um, I, w- I need a specific banking and, and trading Chromebook. I'm only going to use it for that. Yep. Uh, I want to pay as little as possible, but I want it to be obviously secure. Right. And, you know, quick. Okay, that's a lot of things you need versus the cost. So... The quick piece is you're really going to need a, um, a a powerful CPU, RAM, um, and hard drive. Believe it or not, Chrome is a a resource hog. Even on our regular Windows PCs, Chrome is going to gobble up every bit of resources, much more than you'd ever expect a browser to gobble up. And when it becomes your operating system, it's just as bad. Um, so you can't skimp too much there. So I would recommend getting an i5 or better processor, Intel processor. Um, Eight gigs of RAM and a solid-state hard drive. It's it's not worth skimping on this if you want it to be quick. Um, so keep that in mind. HP's got some good Chromebooks out there. Um, you know that's the brand we typically recommend for portable devices to our business customers. Um, and I've recommended them for even for students and what have you for use at uh, school. I wouldn't use a Chromebook for college students, but for elementary and High school would work fine. Yeah, I'm just, this is just going to be, you know, just going to do my banking, just going to do my trade. Um, now, I've seen some that are like four gigs of RAM. Yeah, it's on the low end. But, yeah, you could probably get away with that. Okay. And um, would I only be using Google Chrome as the browser, or can you get better ones, or do you recommend I just stick with the Chrome? or? Ironic, Which right? Wouldn't it be... It'd be ironic if you use a different browser on a Chromebook, um, right. but uh, you could use uh, more private browsers browsers that are out there um, if you want it to be more private. Uh, you could also make sure you incorporate a VPN um, when you make your connections, but again, you're going to be in your home, so mm-hmm. I don't think you have to worry about that too much. I would tell you to consider just using Chrome within Chromebook. You're probably asking more okay. for more trouble by trying to use a different browser. All right. But okay. you can. It's not that you can't. I just don't have a lot of information on the on the uh, more private browsers that are out there. And what am I looking at for a price range, say, from the 4 gig to the 8 gig? Well, if you combine all the all the uh, specs I gave you, you could probably find yourself spending 6 or $700. Oh, I was well, thinking more you, like 150 
you're not going to be happy with that. If you're going to get a $150 Chromebook, you're going to be, you know, the stock market's going to drop 10% by the time you hit sell. <laughs> <laughs> really? Cause that, yeah, because that's kind of what I need. It's really just for that. But I'm not going to be day trading necessarily Good. where I'm, where I'm, you know, buying stuff and selling things within the, you know a couple of minutes of each other. But yeah, you know, $150 it means Chromebook. Want to be able to? Yeah, don't get a $150 Chromebook. Trust me on that. You're not going to be happy with it. Okay. Um, try, you can go to the big box well, stores. You, and, you could keep the economy going, buy the $150 one, and then find out you're not happy with it, and then go buy the $600 one. <laughs> that's true. He's right. Uh, really, yeah, in I'm our not business, in a position to be doing that yet. Yeah, yeah. In our business, it really comes down to you get what you pay for. I mean, we have this issue even explaining to companies why you want a little more performance in your computer rather than having your people wait for these, the processing to occur. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, you're just doing banking and trading. If you want to wait for it, you can. But 150 is really cheap. Yeah, because I saw. I mean, everybody's out of stock where I've been looking. But yeah, that's another know, problem. They can't make them. Fast I, I've even found one with like a big full size screen for 180. Mm-hmm. But the processor is probably, a, and I think it was a four gig processor or four gig RAM. Four and, gigs of um, RAM, but probably an i3 processor, if I had to guess. Or even something less. Or an atom. Could be an atom. Um, you know what? Because the processor is just to give you an idea. A good processor is going to cost you, you know, 150 bucks for a good, just a good processor. Just the processor. Yeah. So if you're not getting, a, if you're getting a whole device for that price, you're, you know, you might have a hamster inside there running a little wheel. <laughs> Let's see here. Intel Celeron. Yeah, there it is, right there, Celeron. Yeah. I'm sorry? It's a Celeron, so it's barely a processor. Oh, so that's like the, the bottom of the barrel. Correct. You'll have more power processing power in your thermostat. The Celeron <laughs> is the scrapings at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's a CPU, so this is the problem. They're trying to find a price point, and they're saying, hey, it's a Chromebook. And then there's a Chromebook over there for $800, and you've you got to ask yourself, well, what's the difference? Well, there's a huge difference. It's not just that it's a shiny case or anything like that. Uh-huh. It's yeah, and all the ones that I was looking for, looking at, had the Intel Celeron. So, yeah, don't get a Celeron. I mean, again, if you I don't care five. about speed, yeah. So I'll need at least an i5 or an i5. I5 is say. the minimum I'd recommend if you want something to actually perform and work well. These systems are only going to get bigger and more bloated. They're already that way now, and, and for a for a browser based system, Chrome is a resource hog. So gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. Don't go too All cheap right. there, Thurston. I mean, with a name like Thurston, I mean, I always think of uh, Thurston Howell, right? So you've got nothing but money to spend on a Chromebook. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, we've gotten a couple generations apart now, so we yeah. don't have <laughs> access to his uh, fully furnished three-hour tour. There it is. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that, that little joke a million times, right? Yes. Yeah, so Thurston's my radio name, so it's not even my real name. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, gentlemen, thanks a lot. I, Thank- uh, I'll have to rebudget. Yes. Uh, I guess if I do well in the stock market, it'll all be worthwhile. Exactly, exactly. All right, good luck. Okay, thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Um, it's not often you see a Thurston on the screen um, <laughs> in our show, but I almost wanted to ask him what his radio show was about, but I didn't want, wasn't sure I wanted to get into that. Um, feel free to get online, guys. We've got uh, one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are, po- we are live over at Facebook 
over on WTIC's Facebook page. And if you want to post a comment right there, we'll see what we can do. Uh, there was a couple comments about the uh, big-ass fan company and uh, I guess an insurance company in Bloomfield put put one up, and then they had trouble with people talking about it, you know, using you know, misuse of language. But it's the name of the company. Um, so uh, what are you going to do, especially if they're going to have a solution to COVID within your building, if it can actually kill the virus just by moving the air around right over the fan? I, I don't know. It seems like a good idea to me. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, we're online, fa- live on Facebook, too, if you want to check us out there on this rainy Saturday morning. Uh, let's go to your calls, though. You're nice enough to join us. We're going to go to Chuck in Durham first. What's going on out there, Chuck? Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning, sir. So the uh, power's on and the generator's off, so everything's good. Good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. We got a post on it says uh, the weather started getting rough. <laughs> yeah. So um, the other day, uh, my daughter bought a uh, a new refurb PC. A new refurb PC. Well, okay. New to her. I gotcha. Okay. New refurb PC. Um, the little I know about the specs, it was an i7, and it had a lot of memory. Good. That's that's all I know. But it's not a brand I've ever seen. Okay. Um, and uh, it communicates uh, to my uh, router through a little tongle, a dongle, I guess is what they call it. Okay. All right. So anyhow, she, I have a Cisco Linksys 4200 router. Yeah. I have changed the SS, whatever they call it. SSID. SSIDs for OpenDNS, and I convinced her to buy WebRoot. All right. All right. So she installed WebRoot, Mm -hmm. and we believe, I might have the sequence wrong, but anyhow, when she connected up to my router, she got a message that said that the um, um, router was insecure. And I, I don't know what to check, because when I installed the router, which seems like five years ago, which was probably more like eight or nine, mm-hmm. um, I did change the password, and I think that's about all I ever did with it, yeah, other than the it, open DNS. Her computer is not going to know that anyways. What do you think it is, Bob? Well, I'm wondering if you have the SSID set with open, uh, being open so that you don't need a passphrase to get in, to connect to it. That's what it sounds like to me. No, there is a... Oh, wait. So when there you is, connect, you have to... There is a password required. Okay. So, yeah. So then, you know, I would wonder what, what spec does it have? You know, the, some of the older uh, protocols uh, are, very, are very insecure, so you want to get to a newer protocol. So like well, if I tell you I have a Cisco Linksys 4200, you would describe that as old or new? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you guys tell me all the time. <laughs> well, anything that's four or five years old is old to us. Oh, well, then we're old. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it doesn't necessarily mean that this warning you're getting is necessarily about so that. I would say I would look and, you know, log in and look and see what protocol you're using. If you're using WEP, which is wired equivalent, Wired equivalent protocol. W E T. 
W E P. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that would be a low low security level. That would be one of the first protocols they came out with, which was very insecure. So I would upgrade that to a different level. Uh, in the same in the same router, or replace the router. Well, if you replace the router by default, it'll it'll not even let you, you configure. Well, it probably will let you, but it won't offer that as a primary config. Okay. But again, it, it may not be your router doing this. It might just be the site she's going to. Um, the the warnings you could be getting would be through your web, the, the browser itself. The browser is not that smart about being able to tell you if your firewalls are insecure. At least I've never seen that before. Um, so she might be going to a website that is. Assuming it's insecure, or it's OpenDNS saying something about security keys, or it's a site that doesn't have an SSL key, it may have nothing to do with your router whatsoever. Because I've just never seen that type of uh, diagnostic, unless Bob has. No, and just so you know, the the protocol you want to use would be either WPA or WPA2 would even be better. Right. And uh, it would you would not want enterprise because you need a server for that but you would use a with a pre-shared key yeah i i think i am wpa i, I okay i mean it's just let's yeah you have to go into the ssid configurations to see if you were so again where the error is coming up you really need to have her tell you where she's going now it, it wouldn't be the strength of her um signal to my router right no no okay and the dongle you're talking about, there because it's a refurbished laptop, it must have an issue with its internal SS, uh, Wi-Fi card. So yep. they gave you an external USB dongle to connect because that that wireless is broken, most likely in her refurbished computer. Okay. So, so if you have a wireless U, uh, USB wireless dongle, maybe just upgrading the dongle would fix the problem. Well, that yeah, she's already ordered. She, she didn't wait till. Till Saturday morning, and already ordered a new dongle. Oh, she did. Okay, but she is able to connect to your system, right? Yeah, yes, she is. Yeah, hmm. But she like says she described it to me as like it's uh, with a cellular thing with a number of bars. Yeah, and she says she's got three bars, not four or something. Okay, well, it also depends on what she's connecting to. Your series might only offer a two point four gigahertz band range, and it, you, may, you know maybe she'll do better with five or vice versa. I mine's a dual band. Oh, good. So it's actually, you know, it might be older, but it's still pretty good. So as far as I'm looking right at it, right, the Cisco 4000 series, um, it's kind of weird you have that type of router. Yeah, that was the one that got in a big box store handed me, and I said, yes, sir. All right. I mean, it's interesting that they even seems more of a, like a business router of some kind, um, kind of boxy. But uh, oh, That's the one I'm looking at. Right? Which one are you looking at? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a different flavor too. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes with Cisco's. This is a flat one. Um, okay, I'm looking at a branch a branch router. That's why it looks more like a business router. Okay. So yeah, I mean, have her change the uh, USB uh, wireless. See if that gives her a better connection. But that warning doesn't seem necessarily correct when it comes to. Okay, and I'll router. check the protocol. Yeah, make sure your protocol is WPA2, um, like Bob mentioned, and. Then see if the error goes away. Also, it's curious where she's going. Well, what website is she going to when she well, gets that's that not, error? Well, that's not a question I'm going to get answered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> 
honey, where are you going on the bra? I'm not telling you that. Okay. All right, no, no sweat. Well, it could be a website that doesn't have a proper security certificate. Right. If the, okay. if the, that's what I'm and, saying, and that, and that router um, may not be your issue. In the couple hundred dollar price range, what's the routers that you are suggesting? Well, we're still recommending, I'm recommending Cisco Linksys. Um, so I would tell you to look at those routers and look for current ones. The one I have at home is about a $350. Yeah, router. I know. I, I looked at that one. That was... Uh, that's a real workhorse. I don't know if I need that. I hear you. You may not, uh, but they have similar, uh, less expensive flavors that you could look at within that same series. So I tell you to stick with that series. Okay. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Thank All you right, for Chuck. your information, as always. Our pleasure. Good Bye-bye. luck, sir. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk. Everything's posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G's doing his best to post it wildly for you. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.